and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm thrilled you can join us today. We are going to be having a wonderful conversation with the founder of Caregiver Smart Solutions. But before I introduce you to Ryan, I always like to just say hi uh, to anyone who is new. Alzheimer's Speaks is about sound information, not just sound bites. And maybe you can be our next guest. Everyone is welcome. So just reach out to me at radio at alzheimerspeaks.com. I would also encourage you to um, go to our website, alzheimerspeaks.com, and go to our free resources tab. There's plenty of great information, no matter what kind of learner you are there on uh, dementia and caregiving. There's also a book tab where you can learn about our children's book called Betty the Bald Chicken, Lessons in How to Care. And then you can also access Dementia Map, where you can find over 150 categories to search. And then upcoming, I've got a a few events Um, on June 10th. I will be working with Arbor Oak Senior Living and Cedar Creek Senior Living and the YMCA of Andover. And we're going to be doing a uh, screening and talk back of the film, A Timeless Love. And then coming up June 29th, I will be working with Shamuel, who is working with Sparrow 100. And she is putting on five different educational programs, one on June 1st, the 8th, the 15th, the 22nd, and the 29th in celebration of Alzheimer's longest day, which is the 21st, which I say is the longest day and gives us the most opportunities to be able to help other people. I will actually be on that program with her on the 29th. You can access all of those um, programs along with uh, a timeless love uh, by going to alzheimerspeaks.com, click on our free educational resources, and then go down to our public events section. So we're going to be talking with Ryan Hurd, who is the founder of Caregiver Smart Solutions. So Ryan, I'm so excited to have you with us today to talk about your company, Um, So I'm going to ask you, first of all, if you don't mind kind of introducing yourself to our audience. Sure. Number one, Lori, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate being here today. And I'm uh, really thrilled in in what you're doing for the community. So you're doing great work, and I'm really excited to be here. To answer your question, uh, you know, I've been in the smart home tech industry for 30 years. Uh, which has been great. I, I do a lot of uh, talks about technology and, and, and how it affects us as humans or how we can uh, make it work for us as humans. Uh, so that's really, you know, my background and what I've been doing for most of my life, I guess. That and cooking. You know, I'm a chef by trade. That actually w- what I went to college for. <laughs> well, that's interesting. There's, I, I know I when I was in real estate and I've been out since 2009, but the smart homes and stuff were just kind of coming into play. And it was really only the very expensive homes that had that technology. And so it's interesting to see how much things have expanded and, and what's, uh, you know, what's available to the average Joe and then businesses as a whole. So I also like to ask everybody, you know, who's on the show, if they've ever been personally touched by dementia in their own family or circle of friends. Yes, and that's a very interesting question slash conversation. So on my journey, um, you know, my father had cancer uh, multiple times, actually. And it started because I wanted to know if he was taking his medication. And from there, it morphed into, did dad even get up this morning? You know, is he moving around? And unfortunately, going through that chemo, Um, you lose a lot of that cognitive ability. It's a lot like Alzheimer and it kind of triggers going into that. 
With that said, I've been speaking to a lot of people over the past year or so, and it really is fascinating and it's opened my eyes. Matter of fact, this past, uh, just last week, I was at what's called Connections Health Summit and I was speaking to somebody and they were from my other industry and they are now really pushing and, and trying to get dementia um, in the forefront of everybody's minds. And through some of the conversations and some of the amazing people that I, I meet in this journey, it's really interesting because what we know about this disease, we're only touching it. And things like, I like to say, you know, the first time that you see your your loved one um, and it's that time where you're like, hmm, you know, maybe mom's slowing down a little bit or, or dad's having a little hard time moving around. When we talk about people with Alzheimer, um, that's actually already pretty decent into, into the, the issues that they're having. And what I've learned is a lot of times it's masked, it's masked by anger, you know, as you know, but it's also masked by early on in the disease. And I just learned this and you can absolutely correct me because I am not, I'm the newbie here, right? But it's interesting how early on in a disease, if somebody is around, let's say family or an event, you know, um, a lot of times it's masked because that those endorphins that come in of seeing the grandkids and it's like, oh, hey, you know, and that's where you have these questions of, wait a second, you know, mom was kind of a wreck this week, but now here at the family, you know, uh, a picnic, she's perfect. What is going on? And these are all the things that I never knew. So it, it really is interesting to learn about uh, what's going on with people's lives and the disease and, and how it manifests in these people's lives. Well, and, and you're right on with that on how they can kind of perk up. And also there can be family and friends that help mask it too. You know, they, I mean, I remember my, my mom lived with dementia for 30 years. Right. So my dad was her, her partner. And so he would be right there kind of scooping in. And so nobody would know things were really hidden. Right. I found I was doing it too. And I didn't even know that I was doing it. And then I get mad at their friends for like saying, oh, why don't you come down to Texas? And, and I'm like, they couldn't maneuver an airport. Are you kidding? My dad had brain cancer. My mom had dementia. And I got so mad at the friends. And then I had to kind of take this inner look and go, well, duh. Right. You're helping them hide it all, you know, so, but, you know, when it, when you feel purposeful, and when you feel part of community symptoms definitely decrease. And yeah. I hear that from people living with the disease all the time. And, and challenges. So, and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, as humans, I mean, we, we are designed to be empathetic, right? Mm -hmm. we, we care about our loved ones, we care about our children, but we're also designed to be independent, right? It's the I don't want to burden my kids or, or I don't want to go out to the, to the store. And I know I'm a little slower. It takes me a little longer to get things. And I don't want to be that person and holding up the whole line. Right. I think on one hand, we got to get over ourselves a little bit because it's okay. Guess what? I'll give you, this might be groundbreaking news right now on your show. Humans are, well, let's say fallible. <laughs> we are all the same, right? So we're all going to get older and uh, that's a wonderful thing. And it's a wonderful what, you know, technology and it's wonderful what health and wellness and all that has done to us. And, you know, there might be a time where we're living past a hundred consistently. That doesn't necessarily mean our bodies are ready for it. We, we got to kind of work on that other half, but uh, yeah, it could be coming, but that's okay because the reality is we're all in the same boat. So if we can kind of get past that and be like, Hey, mom needs help or how can I help you? Or let's figure out how to make this happen. Because the one thing that I definitely learned, and I really want to try changing the, everybody's thought process on this. It's not aging. It's not aging. It's about living. That's what it's all about, regardless of where you are in life, regardless of what issues you have in life. How do we take that and live our best possible life, both for the caregiver and the one being cared for? Yes, I totally, totally agree with you on that. Um, that means so, so much. And so often it's lost yeah. on all these stigmas and the negative media 
that is played up and down. So Ryan, I, I have to ask you before we dive in deeper about your company, you know, what's with the smart guy tag? Is your IQ off the chart or what's going on? I, I wish it was. Um, it is actually pretty funny. So since I've been in smart home forever, uh, I wrote a book called Join the Smart Home Revolution. And a uh, big shout out to Barry Cohen. He helped me with the book and everything associated with it. But he gave me this tag of, hey, you know what? You're Ryan Hurd, the smart guy. And ever since that, for whether it's radio shows or from TV or if I'm, you know, in CES or whatnot, I'm on stage. I'm always introduced as Ryan Hurd, the smart guy. So it's kind of something that was thrown out there and, and stuck. But the reality is what it really means is I like to solve problems and I do it kind of from the from the situation of technology. So if there's a problem and I can solve it and I can leverage technology uh, to work for us as humans, uh, that's what I want to do. Okay, great. Well, let's talk about your company, uh, Caregiver Smart Solutions. I noticed on your website, it says built by caregivers for caregivers. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so... Let me go back and tell you a little story about this weekend because it was just uh, Memorial Day weekend. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful up in the Northeast. I'm from New Jersey and it was great. And I was doing my civic duty because I am elected official in New Jersey. So I am with the other council members and we are leading the entire uh, parade in the middle of our town down Main Street. And it was great, beautiful. And what you realize, you know, Memorial Day is about those that we have lost and those heroes. And I was thinking about hero as I am walking down the, the parade route. And of course, you see a bunch of people wearing hats that have, you know, given and helped us and, you know, all these vets down. But you're also thinking about heroes and those that have done everything for us. And I kind of translate that into caregiving. And you think of the caregiver and the caregiver you know, the caregiver is a, it's a hero and it's, it's stressful and it's all of those kind of things. And I kind of, you know, see it from that lens, because as we were just talking about, I've been in technology forever, which is great, but you know, my father, my father got cancer and he's unfortunately had it multiple times. You know, cancer is not a fun disease. Matter of fact, no disease is fun. I I'm learning that they all stink, <laughs> but when he's getting his chemo, I wanted to make sure that he was taking his medication. And then from there, it was, did dad even get up? And from there it was, was dad up all night? Was he throwing up? Is he having issues? Can he keep food down? What's going on? And that's where caregiver was born. So it was really born by a personal need and it was born by a caregiver. And as I'm looking at life through the, the eyes or the lens of a caregiver, you know, I'm saying, how else can I help people? You know, I, I, I'm able to do these things and, and how can I leverage that knowledge to really change the world over here? And, and that's really where the whole focus of Caregiver Smart Solutions comes from. You know, I, I, I look at it as, okay, you have technology and you have all this fancy stuff, data and whatever, whatever, but what is it really? Technology is a tool. Mm -hmm. And the data is knowledge. And as I said before, it's not about aging, it's about living. So how do I leverage these tools to gain the knowledge to enable my loved one to really live, live out the best years of their life the best way possible? And that's really where I'm focused from. And that's really the, the, where the company was born. Okay, great. If you're just tuning in right now, we're talking with Ryan Hurd of Caregiver Smart Solutions. And he's just kind of setting the stage as we dive deeper here. But you can always go to their website, caregiversmartsolutions.com, or you can call them at 888 585 5022. And Ryan, I have to ask when they call, are they going to get a live person or are they going to go into <laughs> automative mode? They're going to get real people and they might even get me because I'm always on the phones. I'm always calling people back. I'm always doing everything. So it's all good. So that, 
so that that's a big plus because there's a lot of people that are still scared of technology and they like yeah. to talk to a real person and so I say kudos to you for going down that that road there. Well, let's that. let's talk about some of the main problems that you saw uh, that you wanted to um, solve. You know, yeah. with with smart uh, with caregivers smart solutions. Well, it's interesting. So, as you think of your loved one, you think of well, what do I want to know? And it's always. Um, are they laying down or are they vertical? Is there been a fall or is everything okay? Especially when we talk about Alzheimer, you know, did they just walk out the front door and leave the stove on? Or are they forgetting to take their medication? There, there, there's all of these things that we're wondering about. And, and the biggest problem is that our loved ones are home alone. And, you know, it's okay because they've been home alone for 60 and 70 plus years. So, that's where they want to be and they want to retain their independence. But those that surround that person, you kind of think of it as like the circle of care. So yourself, maybe the doctor, maybe you have somebody coming in and helping your loved one. All of those people need a little more clarity of what's going on when they're not there because you can't be there 24 seven, right? And if you were, it's called a nursing home and nobody wants to be in a nursing home. So you know, let's take that off the boards right in the beginning. But how do you get that clarity when you can't be there all the time? You know, whether you're working or, or whether you're taking care of a family on your own for, for whatever it is, it, we're humans and it's okay to be human. But the good news is, is there is that technology nowadays, that, that tool that you can actually leverage to help you get a little more peace of mind. So. <clears throat> The way that we like to say it is what you really want is you want something that's simple. It's got to be simple yet effective. It's got to give you that clarity for when you can't be there. So you know what you're getting into, right? Or you know how to make that pos best possible decision for your loved one. So it's really, it's about solving those problems. It's about the fundamentals. Yes. Did mom fall? Absolutely. That is number one on the bucket list across the boards, you know, and, and we don't want to do that with cameras. I don't think that's an appropriate use of technology. We don't want to do it through listening devices. I don't think that's appropriate either. Nobody wants to be spied on. We want to retain our independence. If you can get mom to wear that, 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 you know, button, great. A lot of times we found they're not. So how do we answer that question is, you know, is mom vertical or horizontal? And then from there, everything else is cake, right? Did mom take her medication? Uh, did dad just walk out the front door? And of course, when we're speaking about Alzheimer, it, it's the activities of daily living. It's the, the doors. It's did they even close it at night? You know, maybe opening the door is fine, but you know, it's now it's mom, you left the door open all night again. <laughs> you know, let's, let's not let the squirrels in. They have their own home. They don't need your home. Or, or eating, hey, mom, did you eat today? A lot of times we're forgetting that. Or are we drinking enough? And um, it, it's really interesting because when we talk about dehydration, as you know, a lot of times dehydration adds to anger and then that anger gets misdiagnosed as Alzheimer, right? Because we have those issues. But did you know, here we go. You're going to find out on your show. This is something that I just learned about. So did you know, as you get older, there's the back part of your brain. It's called the thalamus. Now, I'm sure I did not say that correctly, so I, I apologize, but you can Google it. So it changes over time. And what does that mean? Well, that means that as you get older, you kind of lose that, that thirst, that, that need, or I'm, I'm thirsty, I'm going to drink something. So because of that, you tend to be dehydrated. So you're not thinking about it. Your body's not triggering you to drink something. Okay, that's great. So what does that mean to our aging loved ones? Well, dehydration is the number one precursor to a fall. But number two, did you know, when you're talking about that and you're trying to use a touch device, you know, all of our smart things are touch. Your, your Apple Watch, your phone, your tablet, your computer, everything's a touch. Well, because of that dehydration, your finger has a different sense to it so if you've ever seen mom like push that iPad, like it's a button and it's just not changing, you know, 
Well, that's the reason why. All you have to do is say, mom, lick your finger and push it again. And voila. So understanding this and understanding how our loved ones live within their environment, how can we do something that is just simple and effective and gets the job done, which is reduce your stress level and give you a little more peace of mind? Wow. I, I learned something new about the finger <laughs> thing. I, that one I did not know. I you know, and it's so true. Dehydration is really difficult because a lot of times people have issues with incontinence. And so they figure, I don't want to run to the bathroom. I don't want to have an accident. So I'm just going to cut back on my liquids. And I had a girlfriend whose mom was going through that and she ended up falling, cracking her head open really bad when she finally did go to the bathroom. And she was in the hospital like two weeks I mean, it was severe and, you know, dehydration can cause confusion. I mean, there's just the, the balance goes off. It, yeah. it, just, it weakens us. It's it, there's just a long, long list. And this is something that is easily fixable, you know, right. to get ourselves, but we have to get ourselves on a schedule and understand what the effects are, you know, right. of our choices and stuff with that. So um, thank you for, for bringing that up. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Do you want to kind of share your screen and kind of show us how things work? Sure. Okay. So uh, this is the latest of technology, um, which is a good thing, but uh, we're going to see if this works. Now, this is live, everybody. If you can see me, what I'm going to do, um, even if you can't see me, I'll walk you through it. I am going to connect my phone to the screen. Let's see if we can see this. So right now we're in the logon screen of the app. And I'm logging on really quick. And remember when I said about simple and effective, right? So we're updating right now. And what we want to see is mom's okay. So in this case, it's grandma. (laughs) Is grandma okay? Uh, The first thing you're going to notice is everything's green. So for us, green means good. The second thing you're going to notice is everything's icon. So it shows you a shower, it shows you a kitchen, master bedroom, the refrigerator, front door. Like it literally shows you these icons. And in this case, everything is green. So green means good. Yellow, if there's concern. Red, get off your button, do something. Call mom, stop by, whatever. But here, very quickly, you see outside it's 72, inside it's 71, everything's good. right, you know that inside is okay, outside's okay. These are like kind of the things you want to know. If it's 32 degrees outside and it's 40 inside, we have a problem. Don't you want to know? Absolutely. Knowledge. Knowledge is power. So that gives you the ability to have the neighbor stop by, you stop by. Maybe their heating and air conditioning isn't working so you can get it fixed because you know what it is. Mom, how you doing? I'm fine. Why is it so cold in your house? Oh, that stupid thermostat haven't worked for weeks. Mom, (laughs) that's so true. That's so true when that happens. Again, simple and effective. That's what we need. We don't need more chaos. We don't need more stress. We just need something that is kind of like the fly on the wall. And that's really here. So you're looking at everything. So in this case, everything is fine. But if you want to, let's say, dig down. I just clicked on the refrigerator. It showed that today it's opened uh, two times. On average, it's open eight times a day for the last seven days, and it's closed. Voila, everything's good. Now, let's think about that for a second. Let's say, let me ask you this. How many times have you gone to the food store, 
and got the food. And maybe you come home and you're sidetracked. Somebody makes a phone call, somebody stops by and you throw the stuff in the refrigerator and, uh, you know, it didn't really close. You kind of hit it with your hip. And then two, three minutes later, you start hearing this dingling sound. And you're like, what is that? Oh, it's the fridge. Fridge is open and you got to go close it. Okay. As we age, part of our problem, one of many, I get it, is our hearing goes. Now, what does that mean? That means the highs and the lows go. So that dinging that every single um, manufacturer of refrigerators has is that same sound that you can't hear as you're getting older. So that exact same situation can happen to mom or grandma. They can come home, they can put the food in the refrigerator and then kind of get sidetracked and kind of hit it closed, but it really didn't close. And now all of a sudden it's open. Well, that dinging, she'll never hear it. I mean, I can barely hear it in the first place, but grandma... She's not going to hear it. She can't hear anything with her hearing aids in. God bless her. So what happens? Grandma sits down. She sits in front of the TV. She taps on her iPad. Several hours later, she gets up to have some tea. Oh, refrigerator's open. Well, she's going to take the milk out, close the fridge, whatever. Here's the problem. That refrigerator has, you know, last night leftovers. That refrigerator has the deli meat, bologna, and milk, and all these things. And depending on how long that refrigerator has been open for, how warm is it inside? And that's bacteria. So let's reverse that. With using our system, within five minutes, you're going to get an indication on your phone that says, hey, the refrigerator's still open. Now, mom might be very slow at putting the stuff in. Okay, fine. But you can call mom up. How are you doing? And you're going to get that normal. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Hey, got a question for you. Um, can you just double check the fridge? I think it's open. She gets up, gets over there. Yep, you're right. Boom. Simple things like that means crisis averted. That's the kind of stuff that we're doing. But that's not all because we do use all this fancy stuff, you know, AI, machine learning, whatever. What does that mean? So think of it like this. There's a baseline that we all have, and it's based on habits. You get up about the same time every day, you make your coffee, you go to the bathroom, maybe get something to eat, maybe tap on the computer, whatever. That's your baseline. Anything that deviates from that, especially over time, could be an issue. Now, I spoke about falls before. Obviously, that's, that's really important. But it's the things that happen over time that are actually more important than that fall because you might be able to catch that dehydration and actually prevent that fall overall. Mm -hmm. That's the power of today's technology. It's pretty cool um, to think about those types of things. Are you getting pushback at all from people who are using this regarding it is still feeling like it's an invasion, even though you're not using audio and video? Great question. So it, that was a very interesting learning lesson. We learned a couple of things. Number one, we learned that our loved ones, if you can get them to wear one of those wearables, mm -hmm. um, we learned that they're pretty much taking them off when they go home. And it's, it's a belief system. They believe that they are safe in home. I mean, this is my home. I'm safe. It's, I'm not going to get hit by a car. Um, or they take it off because they don't think it's waterproof and they got to take a shower and they don't put it back on or it's got to be charged. I mean, there's a thousand reasons why. The problem with those kind of things is if you're not wearing it, it can't help you. If you fall and you can't push the button, it doesn't help you. So there's got to be a better way. The other thing that we learned is as we get older, we've all heard the stories. So-and-so fell in their kitchen, living room, wherever it was, and they weren't found for hours later or God forbid a day or two. Nobody wants to be that person. So what we found is we're actually embraced because on one hand, as the caregiver, you know, I'm giving you that ability to have that clarity to know that things are okay or amiss. So you can take action. And for mom, we got your back. Like, that's all you need to know. We have your back. God forbid something happens. You won't be alone. Somebody somewhere is going to know. 
and they're going to take action. So you don't have to be laying there for hours or try to crawl to the bathroom where there's one of those old school pull strings or, or whatever. You know, that is so true. I, I sold real estate for 25 years and my market was seniors. And yeah. I can't tell you how many stories I heard from how many people, pretty much everybody, about something that scared them about being in their home. But they didn't want to, um, it was, and it was a fascinating dynamic. What I found was the seniors didn't want to give up their independence and they didn't yeah. want to be a burden. So they didn't want to bring up the topic. Exactly. The kids saw things were changing and they didn't want to get into a fight. And oh my God, if they agree with me, I don't have time to do anything. And so they're both sitting there with zip yeah. lips, kind of waiting for the worst to happen. And so I, you know, I kind of went in and, and developed a program to get both to understand where the other one is at and, and get them all working together and pull in supports yeah. so that everybody can live you know, a maximized life on, on both sides of the alley. And, and um, you know, the only way we can really do that is to have open conversations and to have these support systems in place for them. And that is so, so true. That is so true. Because unfortunately, especially when we're talking about Alzheimer, is you're not the first one to go through it. And there are so many people like yourself. I mean, what you're doing for the community is amazing. And there are so many resources out there um, with Dementia Map, with your radio show, with everything. And, you know, if we could learn from those that came before us and, and understand, just think about how much easier our lives could be and then how we pay it forward to the next person. And that's really you know, where the focus should be. And I know that that's exactly what your focus is to give them the tools to really take care of their loved one. Yeah. Well, I always ask, um, you know, my audience to be givers of hope and to like, and click and share every show. And I'm not about the Google numbers. I've never been, I, I don't track that. I, that's not my thing. I really firmly believe it helps people be able to reach out and get what they need when they need it. And everyone, when there's some kind of chronic illness or a problem, everyone's in denial initially, you know, at that. And I don't need that or they don't need that. And, you know, we have all our excuses and, but we have to get the conversation comfortable. So when people are ready, yeah, they, you know, they can, they can kind of join the train and, and get on board and people are shocked at what is out there to help them once they finally reach out. But if we don't make it comfortable, if yeah. we don't have a simple, easy process, and that's one of the things I loved when you were talking about your, your company, it needed to be simple, it needed to be um, uh, effective, and give clarity. Yeah. And with so many of these issues, I think over the years, we have been, we've been told it's bigger than us, it's scarier than us, and we can't control this thing. And there's yeah. lots of things out there, you know, they're kind of like little boogeymen <laughs> in the closet all over the place. And, you know, uh, but we have to have these conversations and we have to tell people like you, the smart guy, what those needs are right. to help us address those things, because I wouldn't know how to do any of the stuff you're doing. Um, yeah. And it's, it's because of people like you, it's, a, it's because of our partnership with AOTA, occupational therapists, you know, they really do give us the insights. I, there's so much, only so much I can learn from my own situation and from the employees and the people that work with us, but from people like yourself and, and learning and talking to everybody, there's so many ways that we can really help. And again, I look at things from kind of like a technology lens. I like leveraging technology to help us as humans because tech, it's just a tool. That's all it is. It's just a tool to give us the, the information that we need to make that best possible decision. And it, it could be something like, you know, you're, you're a runner and you wear one of the running watches and you just want to see your heartbeat and blah, 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 all that other stuff. Or, you know, it could be grandma and it could be, I just want to know that you're okay. And, and I can stop calling you a hundred times a day because I know how much you love that. Right. Grandma. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if you can go back to your screen with all the different icons and yeah. kind of give us an example in each area, how your, how your tool can work. 
Well, actually, let me even show you something else. So again, okay. this this is live. So let's see what happens. So this is, there we go. So that's the kit. Okay. okay. So what I want to show you, and maybe this might be a, a good way of explaining it. So in the kit, what you're going to see is you're going to see a tag with a QR code. So what you're going to do is you're just going to, you know, scan that with your, uh, your camera on your phone, and it's going to download the app. Great. Next thing. You're going to see all the doohickeys, right? These are sensors, but I call them doohickeys because they're they're just little thingamajigs. You're going to plug in the hub and then you're going to peel and stick the sensors. Now, the sensors, <clears throat> can you see that right there? Yep. Okay, that's a quarter. The sensors are the size of a quarter. Why is that important? Because it goes back to what we spoke about before. I don't want to be spied on. I don't want these big, ugly, round things with a wire hanging down the wall looking at me. You know, I feel like I'm being analyzed, right? I, I just need, I need to monitor the habits of that person, which is what we're doing. So as you see all of these sensors, these are sensors that are really focused on movement. You have sensors that are focusing on like doors and medicine cabinets and things like that. You have a sensor that's focused on temperature and humidity. And then I actually have three emergency buttons. So I, the way that I believe is the best way is on one hand, if there is an event, if mom needs help right now, she can push one of the buttons. So maybe one's in the bathroom, one's next to her favorite chair in the living room, and maybe one's uh, on her dresser. Great. But if mom can't push the button and she falls, we're still going to know because we're 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 monitoring things, we're monitoring habits, we're monitoring how she is. So I'll give you an example. Let's say these sensors are, let's say master bedroom, master bathroom, living room, dining room, kitchen. So in the bathroom, we're monitoring movement as well as temperature and humidity. Why is that important? Well, hygiene is important because mom should be taking a bath or a shower every couple of days. Uh, three days or so, uh, but we want to see that. And we're monitoring things like rise in temperature and humidity. Now you can also use this. You can get another one and use it for the stove. So if it's important to know, let's say with uh, the door sensor, did mom open the door and then turn the stove on, maybe start a cooking something. And then she just walked out of the house. Okay. Well, that's a cause for concern. So you would get a notification that would say, hey, mom just walked out of the house. Now, might not be a big deal. Maybe mom got an Amazon delivery or saw the neighbor. But if mom doesn't come back in in five minutes, that's something you want to know. And maybe you should start calling mom. So that's the kind of scenario. Or here's another scenario. And it's very interesting. This is something that we learned from one of our clients. So let's say overnight, um, normally, mom's habit is she gets up once a night and goes to the bathroom. So the sensor is monitoring the bathroom. But now all of a sudden she got up three or four times. Okay, what's going on? Mom, are you sick? Are you going to the bathroom a lot? Well, now it's two or three nights in a row. Okay. Mom, how are you doing? I'm fine. Uh, I see you were up a lot last night. What's going on? Well, I can't stop going to the bathroom. Okay. I'm going to stop by, let's pick you up, let's go to CVS, Minute Clinic, get it checked out. So let's say that's a urinary tract infection. So on one hand, it's something I need to know. You know, it's, it's something that deviates from mom's habits. Now she comes home, she's got her medication. The next thing you want to know is, you know, did she open up that medicine cabinet? So that's one of our, our door slash drawer uh, situations, one of our sensors that sits there. So now... As we're monitoring things, we want to know, is mom, let's say, if she was going to the bathroom four or five times a night and she is taking her medication, because I can tell that, am I getting the expected results? Is she going to the bathroom less or is she eating less or she's a little more lethargic? What's going on? Is, is there a problem with her medication or is it working as designed? These are all those little nuances that, quite frankly... Mom's never going to tell you until the next time she's got to go to the doctor and the doctor is like, so how are you feeling? Well, I can't stop peeing. Well, what's going on, Mary? <laughs> so again, it's, it's about getting ahead of problems and doing it in a simple way 
while retaining their independence and dignity. Well, that is really cool. And I love how small it is. You know, you'd mentioned people don't want the wires and they don't want to be monitored, right. but they also don't want other people to know yes. they're being monitored either. So being discreet like that means a it lot. It's important. Yeah. Yep. It, it really is. And um, so with the buttons, the emergency buttons, can those be placed any place or are? Yeah. Yeah. The great thing about this is, and again, all of these are about the size of a quarter mm -hmm. and they're a little peel. So you peel and stick um, this way. They don't get knocked off. So let's say it's uh, next to mom's uh, favorite chair in the living room. It's right there. You know, mm -hmm. so if she's got to get in touch with you, she can push the button. It will then automatically send an alert on your phone and then you can call mom. And that, that's the whole idea. It's got to be, as we said, simple and effective peel and stick. What's the, the simplest way we can get this job done? So have you found that for the emergency button that people don't wear the, the necklaces and things like that? So what, I, yeah, what I found is if you can get mom to wear that necklace, that's great. You know, a necklace, a watch, Apple watch, there's another watch out there. That's great. If they can, if they wear that, I think that's phenomenal. I look at it kind of like an onion. So how do we pr provide more layers? Mm -hmm. But if mom's not wearing that, at least now I've got an emergency button, which mm -hmm. is great. Another layer. But let's say mom falls between living room and kitchen or in the dining room and she can't get to the emergency button or God forbid she hit her head on the dining room table and she's out. Well, I can't bet the farm that she's wearing something or that the button's next to her. I need to know if something's up. And that's where really the power of these tiny non-invasive sensors that are placed discreetly around the home, that's where that power comes in because they know what the habits are. They know mom generally spends 20 minutes in the dining room and now there's no movement and she didn't walk out the front door. What's going on? So is there a timeline that people get in terms of when, like what time they're going to the kitchen or what time they're going to the bathroom? Is, is that part of this? So think of it as, you know, everything's kind of automated. Everything's working in the background and that's what you want to see, right? If I go back to the app, let me do it right here. There we go. What I want to see is basically everything's green. That's what I want to see. And in here you can say uh, she was in the kitchen about an hour ago, kitchen, dining room, um, family room. So she's currently in the family room right now. Um, the front door was open two times. Basically, that's what you want to see. You want to see that she's moving around. You want to see that everything's green. Green is good. That's the most important thing. Okay. Okay. And can I ask, are you comfortable telling us what a package runs? Sure. So the core kit, and I designed it to cover pretty much 80% of all households. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're focusing on the most important rooms. So living room, dining room. Uh, kitchen, bedroom, bathroom. So the area that mom is generally in, um, we're also monitoring the front door, side door, medicine cabinet, the refrigerator, uh, temperature and humidity for the uh, bathroom as well, because we're looking at, you know, showers and stuff like that. So all of that is $6.99 and then $59 a month subscription. And that gives you your lifetime warranty. It gives you all the updates that's coming out. It gives you all of that information. It gives you the app. The app is customizable for you and your loved one. And if you have, let's say, brothers and sisters, um, everybody can have uh, the app as well. And everybody can monitor mom to their heart's content. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask if you could have more than one care partner on that yeah. circle. because Well, and the great thing about it too is it's customizable. And what I mean by that is if let's say my father for the most part is fine, I just want a general overview. And really the power is that the, the earlier you get this in, like as early as possible in life, the more information you're going to have and the more things that you can actually head off just because of knowing how dad is. But let's say mom does have a, a bit of Alzheimer's. So the most important things for you is, did she walk out the front door? Did she leave the stove on? Things like that. You can literally make your settings in the app to make those the most important. So maybe you don't care what time mom got up. You just care if she walked out the front door, no matter what time it is. I need to know that immediately. The other good thing is that it's customizable. So let's say 
let's say uh, your sister, she's very empathetic. She wants to know every time mom goes into the refrigerator, what time mom you know, got up, if mom walked into the bathroom, the diner. I mean, I could blow up her phone with the, the indicators, <laughs> anything she wants. But let's say your brother, your brother's like, listen, I just need to know, God forbid, if mom is lying on the floor. So he can also have just that alert and not all the other stuff. So it's customizable to the person as well as the user. Okay. So when um, when an alert goes out, it doesn't necessarily, everybody doesn't always get the same thing. Like you said, it's customizable. But if they- Yes, push, with an they, asterisk. Okay. <laughs> I was so going to say, if they push the red button, does it go out to everyone? Yeah, so the important ones, the falls, if mom mm -hmm. pushes that red button, it's going to all those phones and somebody's got to get off their butt and call mom, stop by, call the neighbor, whatever it takes. Call 911 for a wellness check, whatever it takes. Is there a way with, within the app to communicate with one another to so that they can coordinate Who's going to address that? Or is that something they do outside of the app? That's something they do outside of the app. With that said, we mm -hmm. have a lot of amazing stuff coming in in our next uh, generation, which will be around fourth quarter of this year. So all of these great ideas, things like that, and medical alert status, and all these other cool things that we've been getting feedback from our clients that are using this, we'll start baking that in because I'll tell you, man, our clients are the best. I am so happy in helping them. And I tell everybody, please tell me what you think about it. Love it, hate it, indifference. I don't care. I'm a big boy. It's okay. But also tell me based on your needs, like, is there something that I could do that would really help you? Whether it's that communication, uh, we got somebody that said, you know what, if you were able to store the information for like their AARP card, their Medicaid card, because, you know, if something happens, I can't find these. I don't know where mom put them. I just need the numbers and stuff like that. So if I could just like take a picture and just help hold it in the app, I'm like, we're on it. We'll take care of you. So anything like that. Yeah. Cause that, yeah, that can help with, with sharing information for the doctors and all of that kind of stuff. So um, it, it's really interesting um, what you've put together and I, I can see that being really helpful for families yeah. and and really alleviating, uh, alleviating a lot of stress. I know with my right. folks, I was always wondering, you know, how are they doing? What's going on? And if I didn't hear from them, I would start to panic a little bit. And, and yet they weren't always like I was answering my phone every two seconds when I can. You know, right. they're like, yeah, just let her roll over. I mean, because that's, I mean, they, I mean, they grew up in an era with party lines where there wasn't even right. a, an answering machine, you know, <laughs> initially and stuff. So they weren't hooked to it. But when yeah. you're worried about somebody's health, that's a lot of stress. And, yeah. and when they're worried too, they want to know somebody's there checking on them as well. Like I said, that was really the number one thing yeah. that I would hear from people. It's like, gosh, if I fall, I don't know if anyone's ever going to find me. You know, like, yeah. And the, another thing that we learned, which was really fascinating, is when we think about that and we think about the workforce, right? Mm -hmm. Think of that person that is sitting in that cubicle at, you know, Prudential or, or whatever company that they're at. And they're holding that. They're, they're worried about mom. Like, how is mom doing today? Mm -hmm. And maybe you call mom and mom doesn't answer. And unfortunately, because we're humans, like we spoke about before, what do we think? We always go to the worst possible scenario. You're like, mom is on the floor. Nobody is around. My God, what's going on? Do I need to drop everything, leave work now, run over there? You know, the reality is, is maybe mom, you know, doesn't have her hearing aids in. Maybe mom doesn't have her phone on. Maybe mom's in the bathroom. Who knows? But leveraging this type of technology, all you have to do is look at the app and you know, mom's okay. And did you know, here's another interesting thing I'm going to release on your show, because I haven't <laughs> spoken about this yet, because I just learned this, but when we talk about the workforce, 60%, 60% of employees are caring for someone. Now, it could be a young child, it could be a young adult, it could be an older adult, it could be a husband that broke his leg doing, you know, softball, whatever. But 60% of the workforce is caring for somebody. Think about that. Think about how focused you are in work if you have to worry about mom or grandma. Think of, you know, how it manifests. It manifests in 
employees, let's say coming in late or taking an extended lunch or leaving early, you know, that's how these things are showing up in the workforce. So how does that affect a company? And how can we, I mean, listen, on one hand, we're humans. On the other hand, we're humans. Like we're smart. We can figure this out. There's things that we can do to help people out. So. Exactly. Now, I, one question I wanted to ask with the sensors, how long are those good for? Is, is it a battery life or do they only last so long? How does that work? So they're battery. So they're battery powered uh, CR, I forget, 23s. They're about the size of a quarter again. Mm -hmm. And they'll last anywhere from six to 12 months. And okay. when something does start getting low, we'll actually tell you about it. We're like, hey, battery, <laughs> I need to re replace it. Okay, I was going to ask if you if you did a reminder, so that was good. Yeah. And then if somebody needs, let's say maybe they want to, they've decided, oh, that sensor really isn't quite where I wanted it. Are there extra little stickies in there to to be able yeah. to put it someplace else, or is that something they can order? They can order, or you can pop it off, or you can, you know, that um, the 3M tape that we all get for like holiday season to put the garland up. We found that works great. A little square of that right in the center of the uh, the sensor, put that on. Because the other great thing about it is when you have to replace the battery, all you do is push the sensor in and turn, comes right off. You put the battery in, put it back on and turn it. I mean, it's so simple. I worked oh, really hard to make this easy. <laughs> oh, that is nice. That is yeah. nice. Well, gosh, I am so glad that we had you on the show. This is This has been fascinating. I I do a lot of support groups and people are always trying to figure out the whole monitoring business. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's scary. One, one thing I will mention for those that live with one another, like couples, and I don't know if you guys would ever consider doing this, but a lot of times they want to know when somebody gets out of bed at night Yeah. Um, and actually being able to be notified um, on their phone because they're worried of them. Again, they could go out the door, they could do lots right. of different things, but some of them just need assistance in terms of their, their mobility, you know, as a whole, and they don't sleep well, but maybe they're sleeping in different bedrooms yeah. and things with that. And so I don't know if there's a, you know, let's say from 10 at night to eight in the morning, you want to know when they're, when they're getting out of bed, um, is that something that this does at this point or could do in the future, possibly? Yes and yes. So mm -hmm. I will also give you a little eye into our skunk works because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm a geek and I mm -hmm. love challenges. So on one hand, yes. So right now, um, let's say when you're setting up the system, I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions, but be patient, answer as many as you possibly can, because the more information you can give me, the better we can serve you. And it'll ask for things like mom's name, her address, all that stuff. But it's also going to ask, based on your knowledge, what time does mom go to bed? What time does mom get up? And between those times, we'll also set certain um, information to your phone. So if, again, if that's something that's really important to you. So overnight, when mom gets out of bed, I want to know, I will send you that indication. Or maybe it's, okay, you know, I understand mom gets up at night. So all I want to know is if she got up and went to the bathroom, but didn't get back to the bed, that's when I want to know. But if she gets that done, I don't care. I'll look at it in the morning. So again, all of that is, is customizable. Now, the skunk works. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking at better ways of knowledge or granularity. So what we're looking for is we're looking for best of breed companies that we partner with that can give us more information. So think of, we were playing with like a, a mat that you put in the, in the mattress or where she sits, but we found out that they're very unreliable. It's, they're just, they're junk. <laughs> we've, we've tried everything and we just, I need consistency. I know, I, I want to know if mom's in there. So we're kind of attacking it a different way, which I think will be better, which is kind of cool. So we'll know now if mom's in there or whatnot. Um, and there's other things too, like things like uh, wearables. We understand that maybe not everybody can afford an Apple Watch. And Apple Watch, although they're great for you and I, they're not necessarily the best for mom. And it's just because they're they're relatively small and the touch is relatively small. So I don't 
Uh, I don't really think it's great for mom. I mean, do what you want to do. Yeah, time owner skills change over time. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and I'm always looking for what things can I like pull in that might give us a little more information. So that's our skunk works. We're always playing in the background and I will take any ideas that you might have and try to bake them into the system. Well, this has been great. Is there anything that we haven't covered that we should cover, Ryan? Yes, there is one super important thing that we must cover with you and you only. So as we spoke about, Caregiver Smart Solutions is a simple and effective way to give you clarity for when you can't be there. Now, because of you, and I really appreciate your time, I really appreciate you giving me the ability to talk about my journey to your audience. I want to give you and you only a very special coupon. So anybody listening to your show can use AS10, right? For Alzheimer's speak, AS, the number 10, to get 10% off the core kit. That is my, from me to you, I really appreciate you having me on. I think this is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I will uh, pass that on, not only to our listeners, I'll hear it here, but um, also in my support groups and stuff. Oh, sounds good. And, and I'll push them to the push them to the site because they're always looking for for different things to be able Absolutely. to do. So that would be wonderful. Well, Ryan, I, I am very enlightened and very <laughs> excited um, to learn more about all you're doing. And I love your openness of tell me what you need, what's working, yeah. what's not. I, <clears throat> I I think sometimes I talk with businesses and they're just kind of stuck in, you know, kind of the pig pen that they built, that they built, and they don't want to go outside the barriers. And it's like, no, it's working. It's just fine. You know, and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm tired of working. I'm tired of, of changes. And I can see you're kind of like me, you just always want to improve and make things better. And um, we do that by having open, honest conversations, because we can't, we can't kind of come up with solutions if we don't yeah. get feedback. I mean, it's a really simple, simple thing um, to, to, for me anyways, in the way my mind thinks to be able to process things. I mean, we just, we can't move forward if we're not talking, it just doesn't work. You're absolutely um, correct. And that's why we think of ourselves as problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you for being on and in wrapping up again, we've been talking with Ryan Hurd, the founder of Caregiver Smart Solutions. And man, he's got some great, great options for you out there. Uh, if you're just popping in at the end, you're going to want to rewind and, and uh, listen or watch them all. Or you can always go to their website, caregiversmartsolutions.com. And they have a phone number where you'll actually get a live person. You know, people get so frustrated with push one, push two, push this, push that. Um, And that number is 888-585-5022. And they are on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, and TikTok. So you cannot miss them. Um, No matter what kind of platform you like to uh, communicate through, Uh, they're there and they're positioned to help you. And again, they want your feedback. Um, If their products missing the mark on something, you've got an idea, tell them because we don't know how to do that. You know, (laughs) let's tell the experts that, that know how to create these solutions. So be a giver of hope, like, click and share this show. There are so many people out there dealing with so many different things Alzheimer's or not, that can utilize a tool like this that can be life-changing, not only to the person you're caring for, but for those who care, you know, getting rid of that stress and just knowing there's help on the way, you know, that someone's checking because that is one of the biggest fears that I've heard from elders for years and years and years. So thank you so much to help help build family teams. And I would imagine this could be used in communities as well. Yeah, whether it's uh, wherever your loved one is, whether she's home in the, in the house that you grew up in, whether she's in an apartment, whether she's in an assisted living facility, it's all the same problem. You know, when mom closes that front door, it's a black hole of information. And, and how do we get clarity? How do we get clarity of care for when you can't be there? 
Exactly. Well, and I would think a lot of um, communities prefer this mode versus the cameras. Exactly. Be, I mean, because there's privacy for everybody that, you know, needs to be considered as well. And again, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because there, <laughs> people have opinions on both sides and you just have to do what's right for you. So again, thank you so much for being with us, Ryan. For our audience, again, appreciate your time. Uh, feel free to go to alzheimerspeaks.com and go to our free educational resources or visit Dementia Map. Uh, we've got over 150 categories. There's a calendar of events. There's wonderful blog articles and so much more. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.